Welcome in to the Morning Quickie, Monday, July 1st, and man, the the first day of NBA free agency was ridiculously crazy, ridiculously crazy. Um, I was preparing to start with where I think the big, it was just big news after big news. Let's just run down through some of the biggest ones. Uh, Brooklyn wins the early part of the day. They sign both Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. They give their homeboy DeAndre Jordan four years, $40 million. Durant and Kyrie took less money to get him money, uh, so good for him. It looks like they were going to dominate the, the free agency, come out the big winners, and then things got crazy. Uh, Philadelphia pulls off a, a big move to get Al Horford from the Celtics. Uh, they also trade for Josh Richardson by trading Jimmy Butler. They keep Tobias Harris. Now, I believe since the since last night, there's been some real uh, confusion over over um, a third team in that trade because Miami had to open up salary to be able to sign Jimmy Butler. It was earlier reported that they were sending Goran Dragics to the Mavericks. That fell through. Then it looked like they were trading Kelly Olnick to Dallas. That fell through. So now... So so now I don't know what exactly is happening. Although we'll see. Uh, I would imagine Jimmy Butler is still going to find his way in Miami. Uh, they'll just have to clear some space. But then last night, you know, while we were sleeping, uh, the the Golden State Warriors shock kind of the NBA, shock the world a little bit as they are finalizing a sign and trade deal to land D'Angelo Russell on a four-year, $117 million deal. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what to make of this. Golden State obviously looks like they're taking a gap year, uh, you know, with with Kevin Durant being gone, with Klay Thompson likely being out. Instead, uh, they go and try to keep uh, try to keep competitive, try to keep at the top of the league, try to uh, basically keep being elite. They are able to work a sign and trade with Brooklyn. They trade Kevin Durant. They land D'Angelo Russell. Uh, they then turn around and trade Andre Iguodala to the Memphis Grizzlies. They attach a first-round pick in 2024 to get rid of his salary. Didn't see that one coming. That one was something that was leaked by Brian Windhorst early on in the free agency and everyone kind of laughed at and said, well, surely that's not what's going to happen. Surely there's some type of mistake there. Uh, but No. No. It ends up happening. D'Angelo Russell headed to Golden State. So, like I said, a couple big winners here. Jimmy Butler ends up in Miami, which is funny because Jimmy Butler keeps telling everybody that all he wants to do is win, yet he wants to go to Miami where they don't really have a path to winning. Which, look, don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler wants to hang out in South Beach and, and, and live that life. By all means, do that. Just don't say that you want to win whenever you 
choose Miami. I mean, you could have made it work with Houston. You could have made it work somewhere else. You chose to go to a team that doesn't win. That doesn't really have the tools to win. Jimmy Butler, though, headed to Miami. It's crazy. Uh, You know, Brooklyn, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Obviously, Kevin Durant stays out, uh, sits out next year. The New York Knicks look like a big loser here. Uh, They set their whole season up to try to get these free agents, and they came out with Julius Randle and Bobby Portis. James Dolan, their owner, apparently said he didn't offer Kevin Durant max money, which is crazy. Like, if you're not going to give it to Kevin Durant, like, who are you going to give it to? The the, the $40 million you're giving Bobby Portis and Julius Randle this year would have been better set just investing in Kevin Durant. But that's what they're claiming. I don't know if that's a way to try to save face and not look like they got rejected. But uh, that's their story. I would imagine that the rivalry, I would imagine that the rivalry between the uh, the 76ers and Brooklyn Nets, that will be the talking point of the East for the next three or four years. Depending on where Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard ends up. Still nothing from him. He's expected to take his time. Of course he is. Um, if the Los Angeles Lakers don't land Kawhi, they're going to miss out on a lot of these uh, second-tier free agents that could have rounded out their roster. A lot of the role players already signing, uh, including last night Patrick Beverly, staying with the Clippers for three years, $40 million. So a couple of surprising moves, a couple of uh, max contracts handed out that are going to be head-scratchers in a couple of years. Um couple of salaries are just jaw-dropping, right? Jaw-dropping. When you look at Tobias Harris, five years, $180 million. When you look at Chris Middleton, five years, $178 million. Um, Milwaukee is doing what you kind of have to, which is pay the tax whenever you are a championship contender. Giannis Antetokounmpo is due for an extension next summer. He'll be a free agent two years from now if he doesn't sign that extension. So they have to try to keep this team together. They they paid Brooke Lopez. They paid Chris Middleton. They paid George Hill. They did not pay Malcolm Brogdon. They let him go to Indiana, which was surprising. Malcolm Brogdon was um, at times the second best player on the Bucks last year. And he's got a foot injury, and they didn't want to pay him the $85 million. So they choose for the uh, cheaper option of George Hill. Indiana able to get Malcolm Brogdon. That'll be a good big guard who could control the ball and who could shoot threes to pair next to Victor Oladipo. Seems like a good move for them. Uh, to make the deal, they sacrifice some picks and then don't pay Bojan Bogdanovic, who ends up in Utah. And now, he's, and now Utah is everyone's favorite sleeper in the west a lot of free agency moves will still keep you posted demarcus cousins Kawhi leonard uh, there are a couple of big names still waiting to uh, make their move we'll talk more about that in detail on talk sports today at noon as we kind of you know able to you know, uh, work through the wreckage last night uh sunday night baseball 
The uh, the Atlanta Braves blow a game in the eighth inning. They lose to the Mets. Uh, they leave New York still in first place. Still in first place by five and a half games. Not a bad setup, although the Braves' ugly bullpen struck again. They're going to need bullpen help if they're going to be a serious team. I mean, I think everyone kind of realizes that. The bullpen had kind of gotten fixed. It, it's, it hasn't been as bad during the Braves' winning streak. During the Braves, you know, they've, they've really been hot lately. Uh, but you look at the way the manager manages it, and maybe that's the issue. But the Braves head back home to play three games with Philadelphia as they have a five-and-a-half game lead. So a chance for Philadelphia to get back in the race or the Braves to really bury them. Uh, the MLB All-Star starters, uh, the pitchers were named. Hunjun Ryu will uh, be starting for the National League. He has a you know a really good ERA, 1.83. Uh, he's been awesome this year. I haven't seen who's starting for the American League. Uh, uh, let's see. There's three Dodgers on there. American League. Uh, yeah, not sure. Not sure who is starting for the American League. I don't, I don't guess they've announced it, or I'm missing it. It's early in the morning, and I can't really uh, can't really read. Uh, USA advances in a really really ugly game, beats Curacao one to nothing as they advance to the Gold Cup semifinals in Nashville to play Jamaica. That will be on July third. Looking around, some other news today in Tennessee. It is illegal to uh, have your hands on your phone while driving, so uh, make sure you load up the podcast, make sure you load up your playlist, do whatever you need to do before getting in the car because I guess they're handing out tickets now. They're handing out tickets. That law is officially in effect. Uh, Tennessee making some history as well in their Miss Tennessee competition as Brianna Mason, a first-grade teacher from Nashville, well, she won Miss Tennessee on Saturday night. She became the first African-American woman to win the title in the pageant's eight-decade history. Uh, she will now get to serve Miss America later this year. So, for the first time, the reigning Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA are all black women. And now Miss Tennessee is a black woman. So, um, the beauty pageant is uh, getting uh, getting a dose of equality, I guess. It's been a uh, long time, so uh, that just happened in Tennessee. In national news, a Canadian cartoonist uh, lost his job after he made an illustration of President Trump playing golf over the two bodies of drowned immigrants that went viral. Uh, you've seen them kind of wash up on shore uh, this guy made a cartoon of President Trump and his golf cart coming up to their body with Trump looking down saying, do you mind if I play through? Well, he got fired. He lost his job. Which, it's still crazy to me that we still have cartoonists, but I mean, I guess I see the uh, the need for them. 
this type of satirical stuff still uh, matters whenever you hit, I guess. My issue would be like keeping someone on staff to do this all the time. But anyways, uh, he calls it the highs and lows of cartooning. Today he was just let go from all newspapers in New Brunswick. They have, I guess, terminated his contract. Um, although the company responded in a statement on Sunday and said that it is entirely incorrect to suggest that it canceled a freelance contract with this writer or with this uh, doodler or draw or whatever the hell they're called over the Trump cartoon. They say it's a false narrative which has emerged carelessly and recklessly on social media. The writer never offered the Trump cartoon to the company and had already decided to, quote, bring back another cartoonist that was popular, it said it was popular with readers. Uh, the illustrator tweeted that he would bounce back from losing the job and they just uh, had to, quote, recoup a percentage of my weekly income and then talked about a book he was releasing in September. So maybe they fired him, canceled their contract. Maybe he already knew and has, is trying to cash in off of this newfound fame uh, from being controversial with his illustration over President Trump. Either way, he's trying to cash in. His book's for sale in September. Um, we'll see if a GoFundMe gets set up afterwards. President Trump made history by being the first American commander-in-chief to set foot in North Korea as he met with Kim Jong-un at the heavily fortified, demilitarized zone Demilitarized, demilitarized, demilitarized zone, and the two agreed to restart negotiations on a long elusive nuclear agreement. It's good to see you again, Mr. Kim told the president through an interpreter. I never expected to meet you in this place. Big moment, big moment, Mr. Trump told him. Mr. Trump escorted Mr. Kim back over the line into South Korea, where the two briefly addressed a scrum of journalists before slipping inside the building known as, known as Freedom House for a private conversation with, along with President Moon Jae-in of South Korea. Uh, Trump later said he would invite Kim Jong-un back to uh, the White House to visit him. This has a lot of significance because it means that we want to bring an end to an unpleasant past and try to create a new future, Mr. Kim told the reporters. Weird to call him Mr. Kim. Kim Jong-un. It is very courageous and it is a very courageous and determined act. Stepping across that line was a great honor, Trump replied. A lot of progress has been made. A lot of friendships have been made. And this has been a particular uh, great relationship. Okay, so uh, yeah, we have those moments. History being made. Um, it's kind of wild to see after what we've heard you know, about Kim Jong-un for almost a decade now. Uh, granted, it is, I do agree with President Trump in the idea that it is better to have a good relationship with them, although like it doesn't seem like there was actual much progress made the first time. I don't know what to make of this. It's just crazy to see and surreal to see, and it's one of the biggest stories of the day. Um, enjoy your Monday. We'll do uh, the morning quickie again tomorrow. Talk sports noon. If you need something to listen to, you can always listen to the podcast uh, me and Seth did one on Thursday, I believe. Maybe it was Wednesday. I don't know. We'll do one again soon, uh, early this week. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. Subscribe, rate, five stars, all that good stuff. Peace.